And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys had a terrific weekend. A great show for you today. I was joined by my friend Ash Short from The Daily Wire. It's always a great time talking to Ash. Uh, We covered quite a bit. We talked about the Democrats trying to extend the eviction moratorium. Crazy stuff over there. Um, We talked about the the mask wars 2.0. All these uh, left-wing governors and mayors trying to bring back mask mandates and, and whatnot. Um, and we also made some predictions as to how long the Democrats will tr- attempt to drag out the coronavirus pandemic. Spoiler alert, um, a long time. I think they're going to try to drag it out uh, for quite some time, unfortunately. Uh, before we get to Ash, guys, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Please subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to subscribe. And if you are on iTunes, please take literally five seconds uh, to give us a five-star rating and a good review. That would really help us out. It helps us move up the iTunes charts and all that good stuff. Uh, and if you like the show and want to get involved, uh, you can support us monthly over on Patreon, patreon.com slash the No Gimmicks Podcast. All right, without further ado, the great Ash Short. All right, guys, we're here with my friend Ash Short. Ash, how have you been? Oh, really good. Just had my one-year wedding anniversary yesterday, so. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Absolutely. So a lot to get to, as always, today. And I want to start off the show with something I don't even think I've, I've had the time to mention on the show um, before because there's, you know, 7 million news cycles a week, unfortunately. But um, the Democrats are trying now to extend the eviction moratorium that the CDC mandated a year and a half ago. Um, and so let, let's talk about that briefly. Like, I, I don't think people understand how destructive and, and I would say evil this policy is. Right. So when it was first, like, proposed and implemented, people were thinking, okay, so millions of people are losing their jobs because the government is shutting down what they claimed was non-essential businesses, right? All tons of gyms and restaurants and everything throughout the country. So people were losing their jobs. Okay. You kind of understood you lose your job when it's not even your fault. The government just told you that your job isn't essential, even though it is because that's how you make your money. We kind of were like, okay, maybe have this moratorium because this was imposed on these people. It's not really fair, you know, but at this point with people going back to work with companies, begging people basically to to come take jobs back it's it's kind of ridiculous to extend this moratorium and and when you really think about it it wasn't ever that good of an idea considering not every landlord is some multi-billion dollar heartless faceless company like a big chunk of landlords are small mom and pops who are living off of the money they make from rent. So you are essentially like telling them you're heartless for trying to collect the money that you're owed. And uh, how dare you? And then it's like, how are they supposed to then pay their rent and their bills when they, this is how they make their money? Um, to, to try to extend it now when, again, when 
the you know country has come back and and no businesses are being forced to shut down although they are being forced now to have masks again in a lot of places but to try and say no you still don't have to pay your rent is is at this point just you know i don't know um incentivizing uh what's the term squatters yeah Basically, I mean, there was a mainstream media outlet. I don't know. It was a CBS, CNN, somebody the other day had this like attempt at a sob story of a couple who couldn't pay their rent and hadn't paid their rent since they moved in basically in October. And they're just sitting there saying, we owe $8,000 and we need this moratorium extended. (laughs) And then you read, you're like, okay, this is really sad. Like they haven't been able to really find work or something. But then you read... And it's like we were we earlier this year we bought land and we were going to build our dream house on it. Now I th- we think we're going to have to basically camp on that land. And it's like, wait, so you bought land? So you, like it takes money to buy land. I mean, maybe if it, even if it was small, but like maybe sell that land or have not bought that land and instead paid your rent. And then they're talking about all the camping gear that they're now buying to prepare to like live in tents on this land. It's like, maybe don't buy that. Maybe pay your rent with that money. I mean, I have to assume they bought that land for more than $8,000, unless the land is like the size of a dog cage or something. I just have to assume. Right, exactly. I mean, even in closing costs, like $8,000 at least. It's like, maybe you shouldn't have done that. I mean, like they're just trying to create these sob stories from people, meanwhile, ignoring the landlords that need this money in order to pay their bills, not caring about them. At this point, I just assume that everything government does is cynical. Um, And usually by assuming that I'm I'm right, (laughs) unfortunately, I I wish I was wrong. But like, I think it's just as simple as, you know, the Democrats know if they can they can buy votes by getting rid of rent, right? <laughs> like if, if exactly. Democrats can say, hey, look, we, we made it so you don't have to pay rent. I mean, they'll just vote Democrat for, for their entire lives. You know, and like, just, I, I just don't understand. I mean, it's kind of a hilarious, if it wasn't like evil, it would be a lot funnier, but it is kind of funny. It's like a funny example of just big government run amok. But like, how does the Center for Disease Control have the power to tell landlords that they can't evict people who aren't paying rent? I mean, it's just like- Exactly, it's, just, it's, it's insane. It's, so let's like, take a step back and explain- just how ridiculous the past week has been regarding this issue. So the moratorium was about to expire, right? And so like the day before the squad, right? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her crew like are all standing out on the steps of Congress or wherever like begging like base, like some candlelight vigil type situation. Like, this is horrible. This is awful. And it's like, um, maybe you should have been doing this before it was the day it was set to expire, right? Then you have Nancy Pelosi coming out on Twitter saying that the CDC needs to do this or, or you know, claiming that the Supreme Court like said the CDC could do this when the Supreme Court said no such thing it was like, yeah, we're going to shoot this down if the CDC does this again. Congress has to pass a law. And so Pelosi couldn't even get her own party to vote for this law, for this moratorium extension. All right. They couldn't get the moderates in their own party to support an extension. 
And if they couldn't do that, like they were obviously not going to get it in the Senate, right? Because this is a really dumb policy at this point. And so now she's out there claiming Biden must do an executive order to do this. And it's like, because you couldn't get it done. Because it's not popular, because it's a bad idea. And so it might happen that Biden, you know, signs some executive order. And then there's probably going to be lawsuits and it's probably going to go to the Supreme Court. Like this whole thing is just Democrats can't control their party. And yet again, they're pushing really, really bad policies that people don't like, which is along the lines of critical race theory, uh, all the new mask mandates that people are rebelling against. I mean, there was a CBS reporter today who said, yeah, it's an anecdote. She lives in D.C. She said she was the only person at her gym wearing a mask, even though there's a new indoor mask mandate (laughs) in the district. And this is a liberal part of a liberal city. And people are fed up and people aren't having it. And the Democrats aren't used to this because for decades, century, maybe even, they've had just freedom to do whatever they want and claim the moral high ground. And the media has gone along with them. And the people have just kind of like, yes, well, this is good. This is nice. The Democrats are good people with good intentions. Republicans are bad. And they're finding that's not the case anymore that they completely overstepped with a whole lot of issues and they're not used to it. So they flail around and they claim that really the Republicans are the ones doing this. Like they're the ones that are trying to defund the police, not us, you know, like, that was a good good one. Right. They just flail with this stuff. And then, you know, trying to say, Oh, well, critical race theory, that's not about teaching children that white people are racist and that black uh, people, students of color are all, victims it's it's just about teaching slavery republicans so and like parents know that's that's a lie everyone knows that the defund the police uh was not anything to do with republicans they you know the mask mandates they know that all of this has been ridiculous because the democrats that are imposing all of these restrictions are not following them themselves and so the like people are just not on the Democrats' side at this point, and it's pretty much the first time in history that's ever happened. Yeah, it's gonna be fascinating to see what happens next with the masks, with with the mask stuff, because yeah. you know the, the the Democrats are saying that masks are back. You know, the White House wants everybody to wear a mask regardless of whether or not you've been vaccinated. Which, why would you get vaccinated at that point? And you know, right. blue states and cities are, are bringing back their 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 mask mandates. And this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. I just view this as an IQ test at this point. I mean, like yeah. wearing a mask is an IQ test. And if you put on the mask, you you failed. You, you failed. You failed the IQ test. You are not as smart as I thought you were. And, and at this point, I mean, look, they see your compliance as weakness. Uh, and the only way out of this is just mass civil disobedience. I mean, people just need to stop complying. Don't wear a mask. Don't don't be an idiot. There's absolutely no reason for you to be wearing a mask. There probably never was, but there certainly isn't now. So it's almost an IQ test at this point. That's where I'm at with it. Right. And and like, you know, places like uh, the district, like District of Columbia, right? This mask mandate when like four people have died of COVID in like the past week or month or so. I think it was a month. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and we have to bring back indoor masking everywhere for, for four deaths uh, and in a place that's like mostly vaccinated. And when you look at the numbers, you know, one of those studies that the CDC used 
to say we need to start masking again, the Delta variant is horrible, was rejected by peer review. It was a study that was ba- the, the one that said that uh, people who are vaccinated might have higher viral loads and can pass it on to people. It was like it was rejected by peer review. Like the study was bunk and it was about vaccines that aren't even the vaccines we have here in America. So yeah, it was like, based on the Chinese vaccines, which don't right, work at all. Yeah. Right. So it was like the CDC is using bunk studies in order to tell us to wear masks again and trying to now suddenly claim that vaccines are not only not working, but that they're worse than being unvaccinated. Right. And that it's you will be way safer wearing that cloth mask that you probably haven't washed for months than getting vaccinated. And and meanwhile, Biden's like, no, we need to get everybody vaccinated. If everybody was vaccinated, then all of this would go away. But we now know that's not the case. D.C. is reinstituting the mask mandate, even though a huge like a big percentage, vast, vast majority, I think more than 70 percent in the district are vaccinated. But it doesn't matter. They, the, they won't the stop time? until it's 100 percent and you can't get 100 percent. I mean, like the thing is, they, they've, they have this convenient position now that, you know, they're going to try to keep people afraid until there's like, quote unquote, no covid, which, of course, is impossible. That's not how diseases work. I mean, like. It's a virus. You can't do that. No, that's not how viruses work. That's not how viruses work. And like, I mean, the bubonic plague hit Europe in 1347, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, people still get it. (laughs) People still get the bubonic plague. It's the same when they do, but it is still possible. Right, right. And when's the the last time you wore a mask, Ash? Well, I was trying to to... figure it out for me. It's been like two months at least. Yeah, well, I had to the other day in order to get into a store. And here's like the ridiculousness of it. I went to uh, a store uh, in Virginia. It was in northern Virginia. It was in Alexandria. So it wasn't even in D.C. But the store said, wear a mask even if you're fully vaccinated. (laughs) Well, I needed to pick something up at the store. I needed to get in. So I had to wear a mask. I thought it was ridiculous, whatever. I needed something at that store. I walk out of the store. It was one of those strip malls, right? So there was another store. The one right next door said only, like, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to. So, like, store to store is now different. And it's just, this is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And it makes no sense. And it's pointless. Because, like, that cloth mask is really, like, like that's the other thing the Democrats have is this whole, like, they can always blame something, right? Oh, we have this new variant. Well, it's because of the unvaccinated people. Oh, well, so then you can always say there's not enough vaccinated people, right? Because you can never get 100%. So they can always say that, and they can always use that. But the, the fear that a lot of us had starting last year was that when all if all other conditions were met, right, 100% vaccination, everybody out there wearing masks and socially distancing and washing their hands constantly and, and you know, staying home when they're sick. If, all, if every other, the Democrats would still have, well, it wasn't N95 masks, right? But that was my fear, was that they were eventually going to get to a point where it was like, not just any mask has to be an N95. They haven't gotten there yet, but I still think it'll happen at some point. 
I uh, I, uh, I want to get to the hypocrisy with some of these Democratic leaders in just a second, but I want to talk about a prediction I made last week on the podcast. Um, and I'm actually going to take my prediction further than I took last week. I want to I just let me know if you agree with me or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, last Wednesday, I had uh, Noam Bloom on the show, Neon Taster, on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a slight disagreement. He, he, he believes that the Democrats were playing up this Delta variant stuff so they could, like, quote, unquote, fix it and get, like, an easy political win. And I said, no way. I believe the left you know, truly believes that COVID is their golden gun. Like, it's, it's their ticket. And they believe they can get people scared, and if they get people scared, they'll vote Democrat just how they did in 2020. I think everybody agrees, even the Democrats probably agree, that without COVID, Trump probably wins walking away last year. Um, right. So I think they're going to try to keep the pandemic going at least past the midterms, you know, in 15 months. And, and, and honestly, I think they're going to try to keep the pandemic going all the way through 2024. I, I think that they... Um, they've figured out their golden gun, um, and they can come up with new variants. <laughs> they keep bringing back masks, all the fear porn, well, the press. I think they're going to try to ride it all the way to 2024. And here's my amended, and this is. It, let me know if you think I'm wrong, but I think if people just don't buy it, if people don't put the masks back on, if people keep tuning out CNN, I think, you know, let's say they they lose bad next year in the midterms, which I think they will, I think they could really try to scare people going into 2024, and they could even go full circle. They could turn on the vaccine. They could be like, oh, the vaccine was developed under Trump. It's the Trump vaccine, and it doesn't work at all. That's why you need to get this new vaccine. You need to get all these booster shots. Be afraid. Put the mask back on. Vote for Democrat in 2024. I think they could, like, they're literally going to grab onto this and try to write it for everything, milk it for everything they have. And, and drag this out for several more years. What do you think? Well, I'm not sure which one of you is correct. I think you and Noam both made, like, pretty good predictions. One of you, I would say, is correct. I don't right. know who right now. I think that you are correct in your idea that Democrats think this is, like, their golden ticket and they're going to ride this as far as they can. We've seen in the past that what Democrats think is their golden ticket fizzles out after an election. So in 2012, they very, um, very, uh, very successfully rode the Republicans are waging a war on women, right? By 2014, it didn't work. They tried it. They ran with it. It did not work because they were, I mean, the grasping was just insane. And it was a midterm. It also didn't work in 2016 as we saw with Hillary Clinton at the top of the ticket. They tried, they tried, they tried, and they failed. So they might see it that way, and they might try it, but it's going to be more and more embarrassing for them. And and as we already discussed earlier, it's already kind of embarrassing for them because people are just fed up, and they are just... Fewer and fewer people are going to just blindly mask up if they keep doing this. No, you don't have to mask. Now you have to mask. Now, here around uh, D.C. and Northern Virginia, we have seen people just straight up gone right back to the masks, right? Blindly, we're told to mask up. We mask up. They don't even think. They don't question. They just, you know, sheep, uh, whatever, Chinese citizens, North Korean, you know, like the, the way that, you know, in those countries, you're forced to do something or else. You don't even question it. That's just what they say. You do it. Right. But I think there's a smaller percentage doing that than the last time. And I think that each time Democrats take the masks away, put the masks back, 
I think they're going to get a smaller and smaller percentage. And at this point, it's already pretty small to the point where I don't think they get another shot. Noah might be correct in their, they think they're going to be able to solve this. You know, maybe that is a goal of theirs to be like, we solved it by, you know, telling people to get vaccinated. I don't think it'll work again because they started off telling people that they can't trust the vaccine because it's Trump. Then all of their messaging has been get the vaccine, but the vaccine doesn't work. You still have to mask up. We don't like wearing masks, so get the vaccine, but you still have to wear the mask even if you're like it's been all or it's just been completely contradictory. So if their goal was to claim that they're going to solve it by, you know, having people mask up and get vaccinated, I don't think it's going to work because like the virus doesn't listen to Democrat talking points. Like as much as they tried to pretend that the virus had a had a political bent, right? Uh, Protests against masks are a super spreader event. Cuban protests against an authoritarian government are a super spreader event. The January 6th Capitol riot is a super spreader event, but none of the BLM protests and none of the celebrations for Biden being elected were super for spreader events. Right. And right? it is like, you know, I, I, I do are think buying it. exactly. And, and I, I do think it's really tough to just go back to the well, <laughs> like with the same, like to do the exact same thing over and over and have it be effective. I mean, you saw it with like, I mean, with, with Joe Biden, he said, I, you know, the only criteria for picking a running mate is a, is a black person. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? It's like, they're trying to go back to the like, well, Barack Obama was black and he was popular. So just insert stock black American here and, and here we go. And everybody's like, no, no, no. But Kamala Harris is awful. Like, you know, for all of his faults, at least Barack Obama was like an interesting guy, you know, and a very talented politician. It's like, no, you can't just like insert another random black person and have the same effect. Like people hate Kamala Harris. And I think that like, you know, like Cuomo, they're, they're talking about maybe just absolutely going back to lockdowns in places like New York. Like, I don't know. I don't think you can just go back to the lockdown. Well, um, and, and have the same effect. I just don't know. I mean, it, people see the, the stats. Like, people they aren't, do. aren't I mean, dying that's the thing. When they're trying to say, they're just using cases, right? Because right. that's all they have. It who doesn't cares, matter who cares how about cases? bad It doesn't cases. matter. Yeah. Cases never matter. Didn't, because you're testing asymptomatic people. If you're asymptomatic, I mean, maybe you can spread it. But, like, you yourself are not in danger. <laughs> you right. know? So uh, they're just doing the caseloads. And then when they're trying to say, well, vaccinated people, you know, this look at how many thousands of vaccinated people have tested positive, right? Over 100,000 vaccinated people. Oh, no. Well, we have 160 million vaccinated people. Right. So when you do the percentages, it's, it's like point oh 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 something uh, of vaccinated people have had a breakthrough case. And of those, you know, like another tiny, like it's like a 0.000% have been hospitalized, 0.00000 something percent have actually died. Right. So it's like, they're just using the biggest number, right? Instead of saying, this is an incredibly rare thing. It is a virus. You get the vaccine, your likelihood of being sick is incredibly tiny. Yeah. But it's not 100%. That's why they're 95% effective. So statistics classes are so important in school. Absolutely. But the media 
is the media is so on this scare tactic because they do what the Democrats want and the Democrats want a scare tactic. But right. the Biden White House doesn't want the scare tactic because they're <laughs> like, hey, stop, like making our presidency look really bad. So the, right. the White House is now like trying to call out the media, the mainstream <laughs> media, like their friends for being like, stop, stop reporting it this way. Yeah, and we'll, we'll wrap it up here. I know you have to leave in just a second, but that, it, that was hilarious over the weekend. I mean, like the, the press, they want, they're trying so hard to do what Joe Biden wants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're trying to be good little foot soldiers for the Democratic Party. They're trying so hard to be the Democratic Party's propagandists. While also but, getting ratings. While also getting ratings. But and, and they just they couldn't help themselves. They they had to twist all the numbers and make it sound worse than it is. And the, I forget the guy's name, but one of the, the comms director people at the at the White House was just going nuts on Twitter all weekend, like calling out the New York Times and the Washington Post. And I'm like, oh my God. Like this is like like, is it my birthday? Or something? Like, this, is, like, yeah. this is amazing. Like watching the White House go after the Times. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like Christmas morning. My goodness. It's beautiful. It, it's it's glorious to watch. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you got to go, Ash. Thanks so much for doing this. I'm sure we'll, we'll talk again soon. Where can everybody read your stuff and follow you online and all that good stuff? Uh, you can read my stuff at dailywire.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Ash Scow. That's A-S-H-E-S-C-H-O-W. Everybody follow Ash. She's great. That's all I got for today. I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks.